Are you an entrepreneur just getting started in creating video content for your business? Or have you been creating it for a while and it's just not hitting the way that you want it to? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast. My name is Diana Gladney and I'm going to help you with the tips and the strategies to amplify your business and your brand using video. So if that's something that you're into, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the Moses, Diana Glad. And on today's episode, I want to talk about getting clarity in your messaging for your YouTube channel. If you do not have clarity of what your channel is going to provide, who it's for, and why should they subscribe, then it begs the point, why should they subscribe? A lot of times we hope because we put a lot of work into our channel that people will subscribe. We hope because we hired these many people to do all of these animations or to make thumbnails or research or whatever the case may be. We hope that we're going to get a return on investment. And if you're creating your channel with the hope that you're going to get a return on investment, then chances are you probably didn't create it in the right way. Meaning that there's no strategy around it. There is no intent around it. It's just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, hoping to see that something sticks and that by whatever will stick, hopefully yields a return on investment. I'm a person of faith, but I will definitely tell you, I do not operate my channel with a hope mentality kind of a deal. It is definitely strategic and it is intentional. When I first started my channel, I could definitely tell you it was not that way. It was not strategic. It was not intentional. And it was not any of the any things of what it should be. Definitely what I wouldn't advise my clients on. So today's episode, I want to talk about getting clear on your channel's focus and your channel's messaging. And all of that, I can usually see or just about guess when I first click on somebody's channel URL. One of the things when somebody's getting ready to hire me for a consultation or if they're hiring me as their coach and we're going to go through nine individual sessions and actually break down different things to go through and work through for an hour, just like we would for the one hour sessions, but very strategically to help them get to an end result goal, no matter where they fit in the bill at it, even a 30 minute consultation. I'm looking and I ask for a YouTube URL. Before I've ever spoken to this person, before I see anything, before I hear anything else, I want to see what is the channel going to tell me about that person, their focus, their messaging, and their brand. If I cannot answer those questions, chances are people that are looking for stuff on your channel aren't going to be able to find it either. When you first go to a YouTube channel, before you even honestly get there, you probably find the videos first somewhere in, in the actual search of the videos, you come up with it or you come up with on that channel or you happen upon a channel if it's coming in the related and the suggested that can be on the right hand side or it can be underneath the video. So if that's the case, chances are they saw a video, they liked it. No matter what they were searching for, they saw it, they liked it enough to want to click on the little bubble to go to your actual channel and see more of what you have. Because usually at that point, there's an expectation that your channel is going to deliver or a hope that your channel is going to deliver on more of the things as the person that's viewing that I like. If within a few seconds, I don't see that, I'm leaving. 
right off the rip. Like I'm, I'm not trying to guess and figure out. I'm not going to spin on my head three times and, and try to get an answer. Like I'm not, I'm leaving. I don't care because there's somebody else's channel that will have the answer. And if that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So when you look at your channel and you look at, and again, it's like, you got to think of the real estate that YouTube gives you when you're, and if you are, if you don't understand that YouTube is about real estate, then you're missing the, you're missing the boat. Meaning the digital real estate that YouTube gives you, they give you space on your channel for a reason. They give you space for a channel banner. Now, granted, any one of these things alone isn't going to make or break a channel. So if you don't have X, Y, and Z thing filled in, it's okay. It's not going to necessarily make or break or if there are definitely channels that succeed without it. But when you're starting from scratch and you're starting from nothing, or you're starting from a channel that you kind of did whatever on, and now you're trying to come up on a, a clarity and a focus, then it makes sense to make sure you at least do the best practices. It's the same way why in basketball, you can be somebody that is terrible at free throws, but you may do other things right, but that doesn't negate the fact that they may practice and they still suck at free throws. Shaquille O'Neal is somebody that people always talked about him being at the free throw line doesn't take away from the fact that some of everybody knows his name. So that again, it doesn't necessarily make or break the success that you may have on your channel, but it helps to abide by the best practices. And so that would be having a channel banner that's clear and concise. One of the things that people mess up on a ton, and especially like I'm doing like channel reviews, quick channel reviews on the live stream on the channel, then I'll see like within a few seconds, like too much overwhelm. Like it's just too many words, too many things, or you're trying to make this huge promise, almost begging people to subscribe. And it's just like, I can't see and focus on one thing. That's why no matter how many lanes it is to a highway, they all go in the same direction. (laughs) You can get off when you feel like it, but they at least all go in the same direction And there's perforated lines on each side to say, stay in your lane. The problem is when people are creating a YouTube channel is they don't know how to stay in their lane of content and they just are weaving and zigging and zagging. And they wonder why they're having all these crashes all over the place. And it's because your content is all over the place and people bail and they leave because it's not going to get them to any one core central destination. And if your content isn't doing that, it's not helping. It's harming your content because they're leaving. They don't care that much. They're not going to tell you what you're doing wrong. They're not going to tell you what they want to see. They're just going to bail. So the channel banner helps to have clarity with just like, who are you? And not necessarily who are you, but what is your channel about? And how is it going to help that person? The person that's on the keyboard is the most important person to create for. You can be the expert and be saying a bunch of stuff that they don't understand. You're not speaking their language. It's no different than trying to read a sign. And all you're looking for is the restroom. You're looking for a sign that at least show me an icon, something that tells me I'm in the right place. So your YouTube channel banner is the same thing. At least tell them that they're in the right place. Helping who do what? Helping who to do what? Specifically. My mentor, my coach would say, who are you helping with what specifically? That sometimes can be a little bit long, but it's like the who to do what? What are you going to get here? So helping you learn, it could be algebra in five minutes at a time. 
or it could be like, I love the video simplify. It's like simplifying video five minutes at a time. That in itself is very good. And I might just do a series on that, just like and have it be a playlist of content more on that later. <laughs> but it's like, at least, you know, it's like, okay, cool. Instant pain reliever. If that's the pain that you're addressing, everybody has a reason why they're searching for something. There's either a pain or interest It's going to come from one or two intersections. And if it's not, then it may be something different. And again, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. It just means it's different. But for the most part, most of the time, it's going to come from one or two intersections, something that people are interested in or people is something that be that's going to educate people one or the other. When you are making your content, it now needs to be a proper intersection between those two. So that being the case, get your channel header. The next thing is going to be your channel trailer. And because you'll have a channel trailer that starts playing instantly, these do not need to be long. I'll link in the description where you can, and in the show notes where you can actually go and watch Tim Smoyer. He did a total video breakdown of things that are good to do for a channel trailer. If you're making them again, it's not going to make or break the channel if you do or don't have one, but at least have something that is relevant and of interest to the person that will be coming to the channel. What are you going to teach, show us, share, share with them something? What's the channel promise? And he breaks down some very interesting ways. This video should be like 60 to 90 seconds or less, not more. So you can put something there that is of interest or what have you, that would be what your channel is about, what they can expect. I would say one thing to stay away from, because a lot of creators in the beginning make a lot of grandiose things like and, and huge promises that they will not be able to keep or do not plan to keep. They're saying it because they expect people like they once a week is what YouTube recommends as far as a publishing time frame. But if you don't really plan to commit to doing that once per week, then you don't plan to commit to doing that once per week. It's fine to at least say the what that is. It's like we're making new content here every single week. If you plan to actually do new content every single week, if not, then don't promise that it's not. And it's not to say stay away from it. I encourage you to post one video per week because in a year's time frame, you have 52 videos. And if you do more than that, fantastic. But that's a great way to develop a library of content that's relevant, that actually makes sense. But if you don't, don't promise what you, what you don't plan to continue to do. The other thing is that make sure on your channel that you're clear about what other stuff they're interested in. What are other things that they would be interested in taking a look at main point being playlists playlists is probably the most underutilized underutilized tool that youtube gives you advantage takes it that youtube gives you that you need to take advantage of most people don't do this and this is detrimental because playlists can say and help me to watch your content i love absolutely love getting videos not videos but comments and emails from people that have said I binge watch your channel. This is the fourth, fifth, sixth video. I've been binging your channel all day. All kinds of stuff like that. That lets me know I'm doing my job. I'm creating relevant playlists that you can go from one to the next, to the next, to the next, because I'm addressing pain point after pain point after pain point after pain point. One of my mentors and coaches that I absolutely love says that in his book, which is Ray Edwards, is called How to Write Copy That Sells. Video is nothing but copywriting so much. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. I, I really need to get him on a podcast, on the channel, on the something 
So we can really talk about that and dive into that because it's it's in, it's asinine that it doesn't get talked about enough. But if you ever seen a squatty potty or poopery, I love commercials by the Harmon Brothers, uh, Purple Mattress Company, Company, any of those things that you see. And it's very interesting, but it's an ad, but it's an easy to watch ad. It's because they're putting copywriting, the writing the words that sell. They're putting that into a video, but they're delivering on something. And they're making it in an easy, digestible format. Video is the exact same thing. People are coming from an interest point or from a pain point. But in Ray's book, he talks about the first part of copywriting is addressing the person, the problem, and their pain point. Nothing else moves without understanding the person, the problem that they're having, and the pain point that you intend to solve for them or that they're, ha- or that they're having that you intend to solve for them. If you can answer these three things, then you can start to have and create a video and not, not just a video, but a channel that really makes it clear. So on your channel homepage, it's important to address the person, the problem and their pain point. So even if you don't understand or you haven't fully outlined the who, it can be the what specifically until you can clarify the who. But honestly, the who should be very easy. Helping moms or re reorganize their home or clean their home or simple tips for every at home, stay at home mom, you know, whatever it could be around the, whatever's topic, the visual things, the thumbnails, the pictures, the channel banner, the, whatever that you use should be relevant to that should be things that they're used to seeing. What's the most popular things? Like we talked about on the, this weekend live, um, over on my other channel, the let's get live channel for my other company, me and my business partners, we talked about, um, you know, again, it's like, they talk about the chin, which I never heard this terminology before, but underneath the iMac is what they call a chin, which is just space underneath for what I call, or what I said was, were the post-it mom, post-it note moms. They listen, there's not a woman that I know that doesn't have an iMac that somewhere along the bottom, there's post-it notes. And they was like, well, it should just be all screen. Is this was the, the thing that a lot of people were complaining about, about the new IMAX that came out. It should be all screen. They should. I said, well, I know a category of people that would be frustrated if it was no chin. And that's the moms who got the post-it notes. They want a place to have the pictures of the kids and all this, whatever stuff. They need the space. And it helps with the quick reminders when they're doing something. I said, if it's just all screen and pretty much like a tablet, then it's kind of like, don't have as much space or you're not, or you're more careful about wanting to put anything directly on the screen. So I'm like, they probably would complain about that. And I said, for as many women run the money in the households, I'm pretty sure Apple knows what the heck they're doing solely for nobody else, that category of, of women. So, you know, it's like, so when you're thinking about the who you're delivering your product or service for, or your brand or whatever it is that your channel is going to be about. What's of interest to that person? What speaks to them? So it could be laundry piled up in a basket, a baby on your lap, the iMac with all the post-it notes. That's more than you can read. And it says, go from this to this where the baby's asleep, the laundry's gone. And you're down to three post-it notes that you can easily read. That's easy to accomplish for the day that says, do this in 30 minutes or less. Whatever the video title is, if the thumbnail shows that, 
it conveys a point of whatever phrase that may be decluttering. It could be organizing. It could be calendar systems, bullet journaling, whatever the video topic title is. If the thumbnail shows that, then that's clearly expressing a person, a problem and a pain point with a preview of a resolution. Now, thumbnail theory is something that a lot of people don't understand, but this is the thing that sells your channel to other people to subscribe just off the homepage. Because when they see it, they clearly see this person gets me. They get what I want to go for. They get what I want to go after on my channel. And furthermore, like I saw one video that I thought was dope. Now I click to see what the channel is about and I'm seeing a bunch of stuff that I really, really like because of that. They figure I can subscribe to this. I can get down with this. This works. This, this does it for me. So without really doing a whole other thing, uh, anything else other than having clarity around the content that you're showing and sharing, it makes it make sense. If somebody comes to the channel on the reverse side, there's no header, there's no channel banner. I see that there's videos that are really old or none at all. And if I don't see anything on the homepage, what did I come here for? I'm leaving. Maybe I'll give them another shot, me personally, and go to the videos tab. Maybe the playlist tab and see what's what. But like, why? When it's so much easier to just hit the back button and go to find a channel that is coming up in search, that is showing recommended by YouTube, that actually has videos and are publishing regular content that I actually want to watch. Why not? Because it's so easy to do. So when you have it and it's easy, yeah, just because it's easy not to do, doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Just because it is not going to make or break the channel doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. And just having clarity around the who you're helping and the delivery of that, it makes a ton of difference. It makes a huge difference. It really, really does. Because that's honestly the thing that I know personally for me makes it very easy for people to subscribe. And then when you're creating regular and consistent videos, once per week, once every two weeks, whatever your schedule is, could be every two to three days. If you're creating regular and consistent videos, then consistency should not be a problem because you're constantly delivering on what that channel promise is that said, I said that I was going to come here to help simplify video content creation for you. And I'm doing that. Or either my content that is produced is showing that I'm not doing that because there's no content for you to digest. There's nothing for you to binge watch. There's no playlist and there's nothing to add clarity on the homepage. I don't even have a channel trailer to tell you or to show you what I might be producing if the channel was new or what I'm hoping to produce or what's in the process of being produced to even show you some snippets or behind the scenes in that that, you know, trailer to show you what's coming or down the pipeline. Nobody, nobody wants to sit on the stagnant train. Everybody wants to get on the train that's in motion and that's moving, going towards a goal. And if your channel isn't showing that there's a train in motion, why hop on a dead train? that's not going anywhere. It's not even running. It's not even in the price, not even getting revved up to go anywhere. So why hop on? So this is where the begging people to subscribe kind of uh, mentality just doesn't work at all. It doesn't work. And if you don't have clarity, you really don't have too many any things. And that's why having a clear channel focus is going to be important because the first people, that, the first place that people land, people always want to ask like, how do I get more subscribers? How do I get more views? 
how do I get more people to like people are watching, but then they leave and this, that or whatever. Something is off. Something is off. This is why I teach so heavily that you have to constantly have the hand, your hand on the pulse of your people. You make for a terrible doctor. If your person that you're keeping track on is dying, they're coding and you don't see the signs. If your people are saying I'm having elevated issues in this, not necessarily over here, it's no different than like I love to give the example of the person that is, you know, coming in with, you know, some horrific condition that they got like 30 minutes left to go. And you're like, man, your nails are really long or well manicured. Or how do you get your how do you get the polish to look and do just like you're asking irrelevant or talking about irrelevant things when I'm having a pain point or problem over here? I don't care. Like, stop talking to me about this and address this. So having the hand on the pulse of your people is a great way to stay relevant and on top of the issues that they're addressing by producing content that adds to the clarity around your channel's focus. Because if it's not focused, then it's unfocused and it's out of focus. So I hope that this clears some things up because this is the first thing that I always address when I'm looking at somebody's channel. And I and that's the one thing like with doing the the live streams on the channel and somebody will throw the channel link in and say, hey, review my channel for me and say, OK, first of all, it's like, can you be found under the name that you're using in search? Do you come up for that? The other thing is going to be taking a look into just the before I click and listen on anything. Am I even interested in going that far as a new viewer to what you said your channel was going to be about? Or is it just random thumbnails that look like a whatever titles that say random whatever stuff service two nine three seven four whatever? Like, you know, it's like, is it is it something that you will want to watch? It's interesting to see people complain about where their channel isn't going and what's not happening and what, you know, blame shifting to. These subscribers aren't doing anything and they aren't watching my content. Are you making content that anybody would want to watch? If it was anybody else's channel, we don't have those kind of sympathy metrics. Like we don't care. And that's the hardest thing for people to swallow is the pill that the I don't care. I only care about the things that I care about as the viewer until I learn to maybe care about you or eventually. But some people won't and you can't expect them to. But they coming because they care about the content first. They don't necessarily care about you and your feelings. And it's interesting that as a creator, we start to blame shift and just put it over here or shift blame to another person. Like these people aren't doing this, that or whatever. Whereas when it's us in the consumer seat, we don't care anything about the, the videos we scroll past. We don't even think twice about them. We don't think twice about the bad videos that we saw that this, 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 and this was wrong about the audio was trash. They kept shaking the camera all over the place, or it was in a way that we hate to consume content and we hurried up and hit the back button, or you went as far as to hit the thumbs down button and you left. You don't think, you don't think twice about those videos other than it sucked and then you leave. So why should they think anything different about yours? It's just that the roles have been reversed at that point. So now as a creator, people start to whine instead of start to understanding and how they can fine tune their content and really start to dial things in. So hopefully this gives you some clarity in how you can start to get clear on your channel's focus and your channel's promise. Like what is 
your actual channel's promise? What are you promise? What are you promising to deliver? What are you saying that you're going to deliver that maybe you haven't been delivering on that you really, really need to? So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you check out the links in the description and in the show notes for this particular podcast on this week's episode. And as I love to end every podcast, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. So with that, guys, a little bit of passion. I will see you in the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. So was that helpful? Did you get some tips out of that? Did you get something that you can implement today? If you did, make sure you leave a rating or review for the podcast. Helps get this show more exposure. Make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And also share it with a friend. Somebody you know needs some help with their video content strategy. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.